takes a lot of love and guesswork. Thankfully, we don't have to do it alone. And I'm like mid-sentence. I couldn't think of the word in English. Mm -hmm. I can only think of that word in Spanish. And I'm like, this poor person doesn't know that word in Spanish. I can't even insert it in there now. So now I have to just like describe the Uh word to them that I'm thinking so they can kind of make sense of where I'm going. I'm just like, oh my goodness, what's going on? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's always a hard, that's happened to me so many times. We're three hermanas who are moms, wives, and share how we do life, family and faith my daughter would tell me mom um i'm forgetting my english and i'm like but you're talking to me in english and she's like no but you don't understand i think i'm forgetting no, it it's true and i'm like oh my god okay. and so i have to continue to practice with her join our familia as we learn together laugh and have sometimes loud and crazy conversations a lot of our playtime was all imaginary. Yeah, a lot. Oh, I had the best match. It was so fun. <laughs> Weren't you also the one with that imaginary friend? Oh, 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 what did they call five? No, it's Fib. It's a Dave Chappelle reference if you, if you don't know from his show that is no longer Chappelle with us. Chappelle show. Chappelle show. Um, so, hola, hola, hermanas. Hello. Hello, hello. So this week has been a, a heavy week. Oh yeah. With everything that's been happening, um, well, this this past week, um, in Las Vegas, I was. I I had been reading all of the news since Monday, but then last night I finally had a chance to just sit down and on Hulu watch like the ABC reports. Mm-hmm. And I put it on. Um, I first watched, I think it was like um, the evening news or whatever with David Muir yeah. that he did on Monday, that mm-hmm. Monday. He was in Las Vegas. I was watching it. And I didn't even, I felt like on 9-11, oh, yes. watching the tower fall. Like, that's what I felt like. I mm-hmm. felt just sitting there in just complete mm-hmm. shock. And it was it was just devastating. Yeah. Because you think all of these people were going, you know, just to have a, have a good time, listen to their favorite artists. Um, families went together. Couples went. People were celebrating birthdays. They were celebrating engagements anniversary yeah just vacationing you would never think oh this is the last time i'm gonna see my family Mm -hmm. yeah you know or i'm gonna be running for my life yeah oh my gosh by the time it's what he started shooting like like 10 or something like Mm -hmm. that at night it was like the last thing and i've been to concerts Mm -hmm. you know i've taken my younger my baby sisters you know Mm -hmm. or our sisters i've Mm -hmm. gone with them i've gone with you guys Mm -hmm. i never once thought like oh we might not make it. I know. No, that's true. My last one was just with my husband and my daughter. <laughs> yeah. You know, and we had so much fun. And you're right. That's not the thing that crosses your mind is. Yeah. What if I don't see my loved ones? Because we, we've been to oh tons of open air ones and you're just like, yeah. you know, you're having a great time. But I would never think like, yeah. you know, I need to start be, looking yeah. for no. exit, start looking for this because you never know what. Could, and I feel like I, I don't want us to live that way. But I know this past weekend, my um 
uh, our, our younger sisters and I went to uh, the fair right here down the street from mm-hmm. where I live. And they had like real beefed up security, mm-hmm. you know? And I thought, oh man, like I was, I was telling um, uh, one of our sisters, I was like, this is probably what it was for them. You know, they're just going that you're thinking you're gonna yeah. have a great time. All right now I'm not thinking like, oh, this could be it. Mm-hmm. You know, my husband, myself, my baby who was with us, this is it for us. Right. It's just devastating. It sure is. Um, I think one thing, though, if I'm going to be honest with you guys, can I be honest? Yeah, of course. <laughs> the one thing that kind of bothered me as I was watching the um, footage, not so much the footage, but one of the reporters, they did this whole segment that Monday of the record breaking, mm-hmm. you know, oh, the fact yeah. that it had broken this record, oh you know, gosh. because it was the worst mass shooting that we've uh-huh. ever seen in the United States. But the way that they were saying it, in my heart, like, it was just bothering me because I almost felt like, see, this is why you get those crazy yes. people. The copycats. Yeah, yeah. That want to copy one this. One up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. To try to one up it because we have to say, you know, yes, is it a fact? It's a fact, you know, but they kept on just like punching it. Yes. punching it. I heard that several times during yes, the over news and over. But reports. Sandy, that I was I'm not watching. even kidding you. This was within like oh my this, this segment was within like a seven, eight minute segment. And they the whole segment was about how it was record breaking. Wow. And and the voice of the of the journalist was not like the somber voice. It was and it was he wasn't happy either. Mm-hmm. You know? But, but I just felt like, what is the need of hammering this to the ground that it broke this record? Yeah. And he said that he's like, you know, that it broke this record. But I'm like, who is proud of that? Mm-hmm. Why can't we just say that it was such a tragic event? Yeah. yeah. And leave it at that. Yeah. It bothered me. They kept on using that word record. They broke this record. And I was like, why are you doing that? And I remember just sitting there and I almost wanted to just turn it off because I was like, do you think, you think, you know, the families that lost their loved ones care that it broke this Mm -hmm. record? Yeah. I, I don't need to hear that. I know. I know it's bad. Even if two people died, I know it's bad. We lost 58 people, 58, 480 plus wounded. wounded. Yes. I think that's what you were saying earlier is. We already know it's bad. Yeah. There's no need to put a record to it. Right. There's no need to, you know, because like we think records and we think, you know, of sports and we know, yeah. we think of, you know, oh, well, Michael, Michael Phelps, he broke the record for this. Yeah. By now you putting that, I don't know. I just, it's, I just feel like you're, you're just giving this incentive uh-huh. and it's like, no, let's not, let's just focus on, you know, yes, it's awful. It's tragic. And there's lots of families that are hurting. Mm-hmm. Oh man. But when you start, I think, I don't know, you're right. I feel the same way too when I hear that, when they start putting like the record breaking and all that yeah. stuff. I'm like, yeah, I know that it's bad. I know that I don't, I don't, one person, that's already too many. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, anybody, that's too many. Just leave it there. That is so crazy. Like, as I heard you say that, Mames, I remember, because see, the thing for me is, I remember waking up in the morning and I usually wake up pretty early because I got to get myself ready for work. I got to get my daughter ready for work. And I have this habit of like, I turn on the news, mm-hmm. you know, just like what's going, what's the weather going to be like is usually my thought. Yeah. And this comes out. And I remember just seeing like, oh my gosh, like the, they were like interviewing some of the victims and some, you know, some of the people that had been actually witnessed the mm-hmm. event. Oh my gosh, it was so heartbreaking. And I just remember sitting there in front of my TV, like what is going mm-hmm. on? Yeah. What happened? What uh, happened? Exactly yes. Why? Oh my gosh. And you're my trying husband, to make sense yes. and there's no way you're yeah. going to make sense And my this. husband yeah. was like still asleep because he worked late that <laughs> night and he woke up to me just like, what? What? 
Mm-hmm. And he's like, what's going on? And I was like, babe, look at what happened. Yeah. You know? And so he starts watching. We're sitting there glued in front of the TV like this cannot be mm-hmm. real. This cannot be happening. Mm-hmm. This can't be what j- just last night. What? Yeah. And there were yeah. still people that had still been hiding at that point. Like still hiding. You know, mm-hmm. like I had heard that they were hiding in um hotels close by like next door hotels mm-hmm. in fridges refrigerators yeah. because they didn't know they thought they there were was active more shooters yeah. yeah they thought there was more shooters and they're like they're coming for us they're mm-hmm. they're gonna kill Gosh. us like they were thinking we're gonna die yeah and so at like 10 in the morning on monday people had still hadn't even been like hadn't identified themselves mm-hmm. yet because they were still hiding yeah. their phones had died because yeah. it's happened to me i go to a concert and i have You're my phone video, out yeah. pictures. my phone's drained i'm yeah. like it's okay i'll charge it when i get to the car they had no lifeline no way to get a hold of family members oh tell them i'm okay they couldn't ask for help mm-hmm. because they're hiding yeah my heart just broke i was like i cannot believe and i and i remember later on in the day just kind of checking in like you know, oh my gosh, I hope these people are okay and checking news reports and stuff like that. And we're going to have a link on, on our site um, that will take you to uh, just the stories of the victims. Um, as as I, you know, sitting here reading some of them, it's just, it's just devastating. Yeah. Because, you know, like they were moms, mm-hmm. dads, you know, brothers, sisters, sons, mm-hmm. daughters, husbands, wives. husbands, you know, wives. Yeah. And, um, on Friday night, uh, on 2020, mm-hmm. they interviewed a, um, a lot of like the, mm-hmm. a lot of the victims mm-hmm. and some of that we had even read on the, you know, newspapers yeah. and everything like that. And they were kind of going like a, a, you know, hour by hour type of thing, mm-hmm. um, starting from Thursday night, you know, or Thursday afternoon up until Sunday night. And, um, and it just sucks because you, even the victims themselves, you know, they start off expressing how excited they, they yeah. were, you know, they were, I mean, we had so, so many people from Southern California, a lot, you know, from, from the Inland Empire yeah. even, uh, that were there, you know, and how excited they were and what they were celebrating and why they were there. And, um, you know, uh, this one first responder, I think, I don't know if he was from, was he from Canada? I don't remember, but he was saying how he and his family always do, do the Route 91 mm-hmm. Harvest Festival right mm-hmm. um that they always do it every year and so he was so excited about it he was actually the first responder to help um uh, one of the victims mm. yeah and at the end they did like this amazing embrace and she was so happy to see him because mm-hmm. like he was her guardian angel you know and um was this because i remember seeing something like that it was on 2020 were on they were they the the little pair who were strangers they didn't know each other and they ended up like he held her hand through it all and ended up being in the same hospital together. They were both wounded, or is this a different no, story? No, this is different, but that's okay. amazing. Yes. Yeah, no, this one's different. And they she also was the same thing embraced. Yeah. And, oh my god. She gosh. and her twin went to the show and um, Oh, this is different than yeah, yeah, she got shot. Oh my goodness. And so and he's a first responder. He saw her, mm-hmm. um uh hooked her up to an IV, all of that. Wow. They were waiting like um, I think on the payment for a while. Um, with a truck like shielding them as the gunshots were going on and he got her to a hospital and then he was able Mm -hmm. to see her Mm -hmm. Uh, and you know and he was saying even just walking to the hospital was hard enough for him and i'm sure they interviewed um uh, one of the stage hands that was there you know and and he was saying you know he's like i hope i don't think i have ptsd he's like but it's it's that it's that victim's regret you know like um why me and could i have done more type of a thing um but just listening to their stories, 
as it hurt so much, you know, my heart broke for them and hurt for them, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, but then you hear like the hope, all of them were saying things like, but you should have seen the hundreds of people running back into, Mm -hmm. you know, the line of fire Mm -hmm. to rescue people that have fallen, you know, people that had been shot. And you stop and think, you think like, man, that is us at our very best, at the core yes. of who we are as human beings. I had seen one where it was two victims um, and they both had gotten hurt and they mm. were wounded. Uh, one of them happened to be like a, a younger um, man and the other one was like an older woman. They were both at the concert. Um, and so the lady says in like the news report that she was scared out of her mind and he stayed with her the entire time and was like, don't worry, we're going to get through this. We're going to make it okay. And they were strangers, did not know each other, but they gravitated towards each other because they needed each other. And when they got to the hospital, he made sure he stayed with her. He was like, I'm, I need my room next to her. Get me a bed next to her. Like Mm -hmm. we're going to heal together, Mm -hmm. you know? And so at the end they show them just kind of hugging each other. And she says, he's my angel. I wouldn't have done this without him. You know, like, I couldn't have. He gave me hope when I was scared out of my mind. And he like just kind of looks into the, he looks at her and says, I was scared too. You, you helped me. Like my caring for you helped me to keep pushing. And then there was another story where there was a, a veteran, Mm -hmm. um, very young. I want to say he's like 29. Mm -hmm. Um, it was in the LA times and, um, a war vet. And so he was actually at the concert, him and some buddies of his, um, they had hopped a fence to get away from all the shooting and all that. And they were safe. And all of a sudden he's like, oh my gosh, we need to go back. We need to help these people. And so he starts looking around. There was like, um, I want to say they were contractors, trucks that had Uh been parked along the road. Uh And, uh, he was like opening doors to see if like, can I use one of these? He happens to finally one open one truck and there's keys there. Yeah. Turns it on, commandeers it pretty much. And he's like, we got to help these people. So he takes, I think the article said he ended up taking, he did two, two trips before uh-huh. first responders got there. And he filled up that truck as much as he could with people that were very severely wounded yeah. and took them to the nearest hospital. Um, and then came back. The story says that later, um, the owner of the truck, you know, happens to get a hold of his number mm-hmm. and text messages him. Uh-huh. And he's like, yo, bro, like, you know, no issues. I heard you took my truck. You, you might got my keys. You know, like <laughs> if you have my keys, you know, throw them my way. Yeah. Um, everything else is on, you know, water under the bridge. Uh-huh. I hope you're okay. And the people that you took to the hospital are okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the vet reaches out to him. He's like, bro, yes, I'm sorry. I did take your your truck. I have your keys. I'll get those to you. Mm-hmm. You know, I want you to know that those trips saved 30 people. Yeah. He's like, I don't know if they all made it, but we got 30 people to the hospital. Wow. And then he just ends by saying like, I'm sorry for your seats. Cause they were full of blood mm-hmm. from just the people that he had yeah. taken that were wounded. Mm-hmm. But you know, at the end of the article, it says, you know, I guess once a hero, always a hero. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, you know, yeah. that you would be so scared out of your mind. You're in danger. And you're going to say, let me go back. Yeah. Let me go back and help whoever I can. I'm like, it's because how, wow, how could you I not? Know. You know, like, know. like you see these people because that's what they were saying in the interviews. They were saying mm-hmm. that it felt like just this tight knit community yes. at the festival. I mean, you're right? all in it together. Mm-hmm. Everyone at that was point. all happy. Everyone was like, you know, you would grab somebody and, and a stranger, complete stranger yeah. and start dancing with them, you know, yeah. as you've heard like your favorite country music artists on stage. Mm-hmm. And um, 
they all kept on saying that every single victim that they were interviewing was we just all felt like one big happy family one big community so it's like you're dancing next to one person the next how can you not reach out and help yeah. them and try to get them out well, especially of harm's when way. you see them you know they're scared they're yeah. afraid they're hurt yeah yeah well and that was the thing that the first responder um uh, the girl that he was with was able to call her dad and she tells him you know dad i was shot and wow. um and he go he puts himself on the phone and he tells her sir I promise you that I'm going to take care of your daughter. Oh my goodness. You know, and he, he got her to the hospital and you hear these amazing stories of, um, people in taxis, like getting out and telling them, yes, come in. Yes. Yes. The fare is paid. Go, Uh go to the hospital, Uh do what you want. Random people. Cause we know traffic in Las Vegas can be pretty bad. And that there were just cars stopped. And it's like, yes, get in my car, get in my pickup, get in the back, do this. Mm -hmm. Just strangers. You know, that weren't even at the festival themselves, yeah. just driving. Businesses were letting people going. in. Just like, get yeah. in here, get in, get the in. The casinos yeah. opening up, taking yeah. them in. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just like, whatever we can do, get in. Oh my we're goodness. in this together, you know? And so those stories, those stories of hope and seeing just all this goodness happening, mm-hmm. all this, um, all these amazing things that people did yes. um, in such a just terrible, terrible oh, yes circumstance we would like to say familia um we will be posting on our on our web page um if you know anyone who has maybe felt a little in any way i mean has felt the serious effects of the events that happened on monday in las vegas um maybe know someone was involved Sunday. i'm sorry sunday night that's right i found out on monday that's true if you know anyone um that was directly involved um or was present at the events that happened um last sunday um we will be posting links for mental health services Uh, you can reach out ask for help um see someone you're not alone Mm -hmm. and and there is help and i think this is such a i'm sorry i haven't said a lot because it's i just think about it i guess my words just yeah but i think it's really heavy on our hearts Mm -hmm. because it's so tragic and um but i think one thing that we talked about a lot was you know the hope i think that's what we should focus on focus on yeah and the fact that there were so many heroes out there that day oh yeah like so many of them Mm -hmm. and um some of them lost their lives unfortunately Mm -hmm. yeah but and i remember thinking of that because i was reading an article yesterday it was a letter that a dad had written about because his son was one of the victims mm. and his son was um with his wife there and um it was um sunny melton yes uh-huh. james sunny melton and when the bullet started um he just ran off with his wife so, and he was behind her the whole way like just shielding her oh from my the bullets. goodness and the way the dad kind of structures his letter, he says, you know, um, that no parent should ever have to hear that, get that phone call, mm-hmm. that they've lost uh, a child. And uh, he said, you know, he does like the math. He says, I've seen so many sunrises in my lifetime and I haven't hated anybody. He's like, and since that day, it's been real. He said he, he was saying that, you know, he's always tried to find like the good something good in that sunrise and he said Uh since then he hasn't been able to Uh. and his world has just completely shifted but he was saying how you know 
that day they kept saying, no, your son was a hero. He died a hero because he was shielding his wife. Mm -hmm. And his wife recalls, you know, how she felt his his arm the whole way through on the back of her, um, on her shoulder. And she felt the moment of the impact because then she just felt him collapse. And then she just starts doing CPR on him. And he's like, she was a hero that day. And knowing that my son was not alone. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, she was a hero. And there's so (sighs) many heroes um, that... You know, they stepped in, even though we, I think we talked about it earlier. They didn't care that they were going into harm's way. They saw, they saw that they, somebody needed help mm-hmm. and they went in because the dad even says, you know, that then these two guys come in and they just get his son and throw him in the back of the truck and they just um, go towards the hospital. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's who we are at our core is, yeah. as human beings. Yes. And I feel like... Um, are just in our country we've had such polarizing views yes and we forget this is who we are Mm -hmm. that's true yeah we we're all human and we should all care for each other Mm -hmm. because we all need i think we've mentioned this once before we all need of each other yes we're not these isolated people and with this awful awful tragedy we just see story and story of of people just banding together mm-hmm. and helping and showing that love and that compassion. And I think we have to remember that we are compassionate people. Mm-hmm. We are loving people. Mm-hmm. And we should set aside all differences. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, but I just, I feel for them so much. Like when, when we, um, when I found out about it, it was in the morning also, like Sally. I fall asleep and everything was like, you know, you fall, you're in yeah. your own world. You fall asleep mm-hmm. and all of a sudden I'm getting ready. I'm getting my son ready because we're about to leave. And on my phone, the news, um, the alert kind yeah. of came up mm-hmm. and I kind of, I kind of glanced at because, you know, you're in the right. morning, you're kind of rushing, getting things ready for work, yeah. getting my baby ready. And I glanced at it, I kind of read it and I was like, wait, what did I just read? And I thought, was it like something that happened in the past? Mm-hmm. Like, what's this? And so I opened it. And I'm like, I ha- what is what? I don't understand what's going on here. And I opened it. And I was like, no, these are all dates, you know, saying Sunday, Sunday. And I'm like, mm-hmm. wait, what happened on yeah. Sunday? And it's just so heartbreaking. You know what, Evie? And that's just such a good reminder that I mean, yes, this was a horrific event, super tragic, and just it breaks our hearts even now, just thinking about it and yeah. talking about it, reading all the stories in the aftermath. But I do believe, and I think we all kind of agree with this as a consensus that if there's anything we can take from this, because we're constantly looking for what's the good, because it's hard to focus on all the negative and all the, all the tragedy, you know? And so moving forward, I think we focus on, on the hope that, you know, there are good people mm-hmm. that deep down, you said it, Evie, like we do care about each other. And we're in life together. Like, we do life together. No one is more important than anyone else. We all have loved ones. And we, you know, we're all living here together. One of my favorite quotes comes from Fred, Fred Rogers, um, talking about how when he was little and he would see tragic events on the news and, you know, he'd get scared. His mom would always tell him, always look for the helpers. There will always be helpers. And that's the truth. That's, yeah. I think, how you how you heal, 
how you move on, how you rebuild in any of these situations that we've been through, this tragic shooting, you know, the hurricanes, the earthquakes, the earthquakes that have happened, how you rebuild is there's hope. We, we need each other. And when we step up to be there for each other, it makes a world of a difference. Then we're not alone. Yeah. Let's just pray to, um, end this segment. Um, Lord, we know that you are on all things. Yes. yes. We know, Lord God, that your love surrounds and that you are so faithful, God, to draw near mm-hmm. whenever there is someone that feels brokenhearted or hurt. Lord, we weren't fortunate enough to meet um, any of the victims. But we pray, Father God, that your spirit would just surround them, their families, that you would surround those that survived. Lord God, that you would comfort them. Holy Spirit, that you would breathe peace into their hearts, that peace that just surpasses all understanding. We thank you. Yes. We pray that you would continuously draw near to them throughout these next coming days, weeks, years, God. We put our trust and our hope in you because you are a faithful friend. Yes, Lord. You are loving and good. And it is because of you that we can see all the goodness that you have innately put in us, your creation. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So, uh, familia, um, you know, obviously I know we're all hurting from that. And um, uh, our hearts are continuously reminded to pray and to just have a discussion of what can we do, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, We are here. (laughs) We want to, you know, to have a conversation with you. And we hope that... uh, uh, our next segment in today's episode, um, as we always, you know, as we've been saying throughout this hard time, uh, we know that it might, in light of all this, seem a bit trivial. Um, but we do hope that our episode can bring just a bit of joy, a, a glimmer of just um, hope to your mm-hmm. day as you go about, because um, that's what we're here for, you know. And so uh, we've been discussing a Hispanic Heritage Month. Uh, and uh, we've kind of had all these uh, different things, just kind of uh, these different thoughts that have come up because yeah. of it, you know, ways that we have challenged ourselves. I mean, I have, you know, challenged myself to, um, <laughs> or my shelf, as I said last <laughs> time, <laughs> uh, to uh, learn a new Spanish word, uh, you know, or I did Spanish, because not that I know all the Spanish words in the world, because I don't. Uh, but learn a new Spanish word uh-huh. or sometimes uh, Spanish dictionary will even give me like words that I, I completely forgot about, you know, so I've been trying to work on my pronunciation with those and then English ones too. Right. Cause y'all told me that I needed to learn English too. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. But, um, so, uh, we've been challenging ourselves. We've been kind of thinking like what, uh, you know, what does this all mean? So that's kind of where our discussion is going to go today is kind of now that, uh, you know, we've had this amazing time, these amazing discussions throughout Hispanic Heritage Month. Now what? So what are some of the conversations that kind of have 
been brought up because of it. And we want to know your thoughts too. You know, what have you been thinking? Um, even if you're not Hispanic, um, uh, some of the things that we've been talking about, you know, share them with us. Like, uh, what are some things that kind of, uh, you've been doing or thinking about when we talk about either, uh, first generation, you know, uh, American experiences or whatever it may be, uh, you know, let us know. We want to hear from you. Yeah, so, yeah. Always important. It's yeah. always fun. What are some things? To get the feedback. Hermanas. And hermanos. Oh, you're talking to Oh, but I was talking now. to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you're right. My bad. Hermanas y hermanos. Yes. <laughs> I sound like I'm at church or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are some things? So, you know, um, well, actually, just kind of listening to last week's podcast, one of the things I always, I do this thing where, you know, I'll listen and then. <laughs> Just thoughts start coming into my mind. So I start. Takes I, notes. I've been trying. <laughs> well, I've been trying to jot down like the things that come up because I'm like, oh, my gosh, that would be something that's very yeah. interesting to, you know, just kind of bring up amongst amongst us and amongst our familia. Uh-huh. And one of the things that came up was. Um, yeah, share I, with us. I remember talking about the fact that I took an AP uh Yes. Well, I, I keep really, rubbing it yeah. in. Oh it my god! Took an AP <laughs> Spanish AP. class. People can't be proud of their accomplishments. <laughs> what else? You can't be proud of it. This this is the second time you come up with it in an episode. So I mean, I don't know. Look, it's part of my it's part of my process here. Okay. <laughs> I think that they heard last episode. They know already. Uh, AP class. AP class. <laughs> uh, did I mention it was AP class, y'all? Because uh, y'all, I didn't even talk about the other AP classes. Okay, oh. this is just the Spanish one. <laughs> Yes, yes, smarty pants. <laughs> no, but as I was saying before, uh-huh. I was so rudely interrupted. Right, you're right. Um, <clears throat> I took these Spanish classes mm-hmm. in high school, and one of my my favorite one was the literature class where I was exposed to a lot of the Spanish language literature mm-hmm. that I had. I mean, I didn't read that growing up. It wasn't something we were exposed to by our parents, yeah. you know. So for me, just learning about it, I just found it so rich and just lots of knowledge satisfying (laughs) delicious i loved it because i felt like i i think i'm gonna be real okay (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna be real so spanish for me was never really something i was necessarily proud of or or ashamed of it was kind of neutral growing up right the language Mm -hmm. the spanish language uh, Did was, you feel like it was something that was kind of just forced upon you? I think I just, or like I didn't part? think anything of it. It was very oh. beige and neutral. It was just, there. that's the language I, I speak. Know, yeah. It is what it is, okay. you know? I, I wasn't proud of it. I wasn't ashamed of it. It was just neutral. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I see what you're okay. saying. Okay, it was just okay. a neutral, it was a language and I knew uh-huh. it and that's great. Um, Sorry, I took it a whole nother round. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't until high school that I was exposed to the Spanish literature that I thought, oh my gosh, this is a language that I know. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of it. I became proud of the language, learning about it, educating myself on mm. it. And so now it became like, oh my gosh, this is a language that I will forever have. No one can take that away from uh-huh. me. And I was all of a sudden thankful that my parents taught me that language. Yeah. You know. So for me, um, I was just thinking about how do I honor my culture, right? So I'm okay. Mexican-American. Mm-hmm. And what? Yeah. <laughs> and so, whoa, shocker. Spoiler alert. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and so for me, it's like, how do I honor that? Uh-huh. I don't think we necessarily come into like, and then now I'm a mom. So I'm thinking, how do I pass these things on that are important to me? Spanish language is huge. So is the English language. Mm-hmm. So as my daughter navigates through the dual language immersion program, 
and she's mastering English. I'm like, oh, but don't, I mean, she's mastering Spanish. I'm like, but don't forget about English because yeah. those are important to me. So a thought came up, like, how do we honor our culture? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. how do we do that? For me, I can say it's been exposing my daughter to, since she's my descendancy, <laughs> exposing her. My lineage. Yeah. <laughs> exposing her to things that make us who we are. Yeah. She also is Mexican-American, so mm-hmm. exposing her to the cuisine, mm-hmm. music, because all she really knows is English music. Yeah. She could have just said food. No, no, no. Look, 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 cuisine. Okay. Over here. <laughs> look, wait, we're expanding our horizons, are we not? Cuisine. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, y'all are a good one today. Delectable okay. cuisine. Everybody ganging up on me today. All right. All right. Sorry, I, I just, it, just, it was there. <laughs> you know what? What we need to do is gang up on Evie. That's yes, we do. do. I don't think we've done Y'all that ganging yet. up on the wrong person. Y'all ganging up on me, and then I accidentally ganged up on you. I see accidentally. After her. <laughs> accidentally. That's what's thought of in advance. <laughs> Premeditated. <laughs> Anywho. Yeah, so I'm exposing her to the food. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Um, in to the music. Terms. No, quiz is a good It's a good word. Yeah, I was yeah. just like, you know, sticking it in No, there. I know you are. <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know. That's my little tidbit for today. Yeah. That's true, people. though, because I, I know I, I want to do that with my daughter, too, uh, which is why I've uh, I was so thankful when people bought me. Um, well, it wasn't really me. They bought her mm-hmm. uh, bilingual books. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, like the little nursery books. I loved that because I was like, oh, I'm right, right now she doesn't. She just wants to grab at the book yeah, and turn yeah. the pages herself. And eat them. <laughs> and eat them, yes. Or slam them to the ground yeah. a couple times. Mm-hmm. But when I can read it to her. Uh, one day I'll read her, you know, um, I'll read it in English. The next day I'll read it in Spanish. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I really want her to learn yeah. the language. Uh, and same thing. I want her to know, you know, um, mm-hmm. what type of Mexican food yeah. mommy eats or ate growing up. And uh, which is why I love the fact that, uh, thank the Lord, you know, we still have our our maternal grandmother. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of the one that um, has always lived with us, you know. We do. I also do have. We also have my, you know, our paternal grandmother, but she doesn't live with us, unfortunately. She doesn't live with us. Um, but um, our maternal grandmother was always the one that kind of took care of us growing up, and so uh, she uh, would cook dinner and everything, you know. Mm-hmm. And like for the holidays, she was the one making tamales and everything. So we watched her right. and, and pozole and, and all the good stuff. What's going on with the Buñuelos. menudo, man? We have not had menudo forever. That's because yeah. I always ask for it. I don't like menudo, but there's family. certain people. Yes. Who don't like it. Celeste. Look, I like the caldo. And him, I like him, the stew. Husband. The little girl. He loves menudo. My husband loves menudo. Yeah, but I think you oh, and like you. a few other people. I just don't like, like. You guys have way wow, too much pool wow. in this because. Yeah. Oh, Wait, I think our brother cool. too. I don't think he likes menudo either, huh? Yeah, I don't, it's somebody. Somebody. Isn't it your husband, you? Evelyn, that doesn't like. He doesn't, he doesn't like, like menudo because oh, I know mine loves, loves it. Too. Yeah, because mine loves it. Look, but here's the thing. I'm, I'm not trying to be a hater, you guys. It's so I'll, good. Uh, right now, look, I will drink the little juice, right? The caldo, oh. and I'll have. But they do put hominy in it, so well, that yeah, I can for have you. some. <laughs> but I mean, I'll eat it. I just don't like the. It's like the best thing in the world, man. So delicious. But you know what? I'm mad at both of you because. They used to make like tacos too, like tacos de lengua and the tripas, and they don't make that no more. Yeah, and okay, right As now I make the nasty ugly guy just like face this nasty face and stuck out there. Like guacatela. I did like the tripas though, all nice and fried. Those ones were good. Lengua, I just can't get past I the see, texture. I could still make tripas, but yeah, like lengua. I can't get past the texture. My mom, I don't remember when I see the taste buds, I'm done. 
Uh, one time she she made, but it's chopped up. I you can't. Don't even I see it's can't. in the taco. Ugh. I can't. Lengua. Oh, sorry. Lengua is tongue. So yes. Oh, that's tongue. right. Taco cut. It's unless it's usually our translator. <laughs> oh, yeah, but this time I was so grossed out I couldn't even translate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so tacos de lengua yeah, tacos of cow tongue. I know that sounds weird, but this is good. Put a little bit. Of you didn't even tell. There. You didn't even tell our, our English speaking family what. Oh, what oh tripas. Tripas. is. Oh, but oh, tripas and tripas. Tripas <laughs> are they're what the intestine, the cow intestine. Yes. Yeah, and then but they're good. You nice don't think about them. it. You don't think about it. Yeah, but you know. know what I think it is. I think because I've loved menudo since I was like a wee little girl. Yeah, and I don't think I ever had. A wee little girl. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> it just such a I, I wish I could do the Scottish accent. <laughs> a wee little girl. <laughs> so my mind just like went to a Christmas like, Carol. I was like, wow, Timmy is in the house. <laughs> May I have some more, sir? Is that Timmy? That's like Oliver Twist or something. Oh, yeah, please, please, sir. May I have oh, some God. more? <laughs> Timmy's the one. Oh, Timmy's Timmy. God bless yes. us, everyone. <laughs> yeah, that's Timmy from a Christmas Carol. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, you've liked us since you were a wee little girl. <laughs> yes. I'm going to hate hearing that back. <laughs> okay. yeah. No, I told you to do it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I wasn't introduced yeah. to lengua until a little older. Oh, By okay. then, it's like, I you have younger. to introduce all the weird stuff to me, little. Yeah, yeah that's true. true. And that can that be like, true. I love it, love it, love yeah. it. But that's what I'm saying, because like, I noticed that, um, Sally, your little one, she loves nopales. Oh, and I'm hoping my little them. one will like nopales, because I love nopales. Yeah. nopales. Yeah. And we just got her into tunas, which are the prickly pears. Uh-huh. She loves prickly them. Prickly pears. I loves them. I don't think I've ever had prickly pears. I haven't either. Oh, good. They're I like how it My sounds. dad loves them. And they're different yeah. kinds. There's like the they're beautiful color. The too. reddish yes. kind. And then there's like the more yellow ones. Yeah. They're all different names, but yeah, they're yeah. so good. And she's like, good. She loves them. So I'm hoping to do that. I'm also hoping that with um, uh, like uh, certain cultural uh, things that I can share that with uh, my little one, like, um, uh, you know, I, I'd like to, I, I'd like to, I know that there's like some books that are the story of like Las Posadas, you know, uh-huh, type uh-huh. of a thing. And. Kind of uh, discuss uh, why that's done, you know, and you know, not just that, but I remember when I was teaching um, Spanish, and I had and I would teach the segment on the Mexican Revolution. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's so interesting, my goodness! Like Mexican history is, I mean, yes, I love all history, mm-hmm. um, uh, but but you know, since there was only small little segments of it yeah. in my history classes, even even in undergrad. Uh, when I actually got to like immerse myself in it, I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And I remember like, or my, or, you know, how dad would like share stories, historical yeah. stories yeah. with us. And we'd be like, oh Whoa, yeah. no way. Like, that's so great. Like Los Niños Héroes. Yeah. yeah. He, he has, cries yeah. all the time. I know. He's my, so patriotic. Our, our dad is to totally Mexico. patriotic when it comes to Mexico. Yeah. Every single time without fail, <laughs> he national hears the national anthem <laughs> with cries. Mexico, with the Mexican national anthem. Well, he's not like playing. ugly cry, right? But it's like tears. But he's tearing up. Yeah. <laughs> Without fail, you turn and see dad, and you know there's some tears coming down. <laughs> it is true. <laughs> I think that's where we, because mom also loves the Mexican yes. uh, soccer team, national soccer team. But I think it was really because we would watch it with, you know, with dad yeah. uh, during the World Cup. Yeah, and how passionate like, he was. It's true. Yeah. And, we, and we grew up watching that. Yeah, we did. So it's and like, we, so we, we learned to love players. it. Yeah. Because my dad, you know, he, he wasn't watching the U.S. team because mm-hmm. it wasn't his team, yeah. you know. And so... um 
he would watch the Mexican team. So we grew up only watching the Mexican yeah. team. So then we found out we had a U.S. Which we knew we had no. a U.S. team. We would play against them. Do you remember when we when we heard our first soccer game? Um, and it was um, instead of oh, like, like the English? yes, instead of the the Spanish announcers. Oh, yeah, it was yeah, the yeah. English, and so we were like, weird. "What is? It's so dry." Wait, like, where's so the so yeah, where's the <laughs> goal? It's it's so so so. <laughs> like, we were like, like "What is this?" We were so yeah. naive. To that. Not that it wasn't great, because okay, because it is great. My <laughs> sweet, my sweet friend Martha. I told her I was gonna say her name. Martha, <laughs> shout out, Martha, shout out, shout out. She always tells me that she. Um, she prefers the English one, not just because she can understand it, but because she's like, it's just too much. It's too much. It's I just want much, the yeah. announcements, you know. Like I don't, I, I don't know what's going I hadn't on. thought yeah. about that. She, she doesn't need all the other stuff. Yeah, like, and we get all the fluff, so which loud. is great. Yeah. I, yeah. And I told her, I was like, but that's what I love about the Spanish one. I love all of like the reactions and the and the loud voices. And she's like, it's just it's too much. It's too much. <laughs> that's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I feel you. I can see how that could be too much. Yeah, yeah. I that, love the too that's much. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's what I, I was telling. I was like, and then the English one is just—it's not enough for me. Yeah, there's not enough emotion. They're just—they're just announcing the game. How dare they? The first time I heard them say goal, I was like, wait, that's it? Yeah, it was just like Where's- and goal. <laughs> and I was like. What? You're not gonna hold it out for another thirty minutes. I was so bewildered. Like, what? I was like, but aren't you happy? Your, yeah, your team score. What's going on here? Like, <laughs> crazy, crazy. Yeah, crazy. yeah. But yeah. So, so you said soccer. Well, it's funny because for me, you know, we're talking about we, we love the Mexican uh-huh. um, soccer team. I was gonna say la selección mexicana. <laughs> we love it. Um, but for me, my husband, my husband's always like, if we go for soccer, it's USA soccer team for him. All the way. And for me, it's Mexico. Unless Mexico's out, then I'll go for USA. <laughs> yeah. Or or even if they're both in, yeah, when, we're rooting when the for USA both. team is playing a different team. I told uh, USA exactly. all day yeah. every day. Once they go match up head to head, that's when it's that's hard. When we're torn. You and feel you know so what? Torn. That's true. That's exactly how I feel every day. I don't know how I don't know if you guys feel <laughs> that way. Every day, it feels day. almost. <laughs> but it feels almost like that Mexico USA match where it's like you're trying to balance your because we're talking about you know honoring your culture That's and it's true. like mm-hmm. how do you balance your Mexican side and your American side mm-hmm. every day? Yeah, mm-hmm. because naturally you're American because you're born here, but you look Mexican mm-hmm. and course you know i do your lineage is from you know <laughs> yeah. so that's my thing is just it's just like navigating that and trying mm-hmm. to yeah trying to do justice to both i guess because mm-hmm. it's also really hard i feel because it's like again i love my country and i love you know the fact God that <laughs> oh wait <laughs> it's like you just can't let her spit it out me like, i'm sorry but i love that song that's all i always want to cry like yes lord yes yes bless it bless it <laughs> But it's always really hard. <laughs> I was going to do it again. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. That's it. I'm done with my I'm segment. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is where the kids dad me. Shut down. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go. I don't even know what I'm trying but to say But you were anymore. talking about how it's really hard. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to do justice to both. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And so I think it's because, again, with everything that's going on lately, mm-hmm. it just feels like, like now you're so in tune to... Things you weren't before. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be polarizing. So please don't take it that way. Okay. I'm just going to share my I thoughts. Won't. and okay. I, it could, I could be wrong. It's okay. Mm-hmm. You could disagree You're with wrong. me. I'm it's okay. <laughs> I'm just going to kind of throw it out there, mm-hmm. I guess. So 
growing up, you know, you go to school, you learn all the um, history of the United States, everything, mm-hmm. right? So you're like, yeah, that's my country. Yeah, 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 you know? Now, as an adult, and again, with everything going on, you start seeing things a little, you start seeing these little nuances, I guess, mm-hmm. where you're like, uh, okay, because I am like this, mm-hmm. and you look back at, you know, the history books, yeah. and you see, well, my, our founding forefathers don't necessarily look so much like me. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how, how do you, but this is my country, so right. how do you feel like, yeah, how can I, what am I trying to say? How do you honor your country or your mm-hmm. your your culture that like your American culture mm-hmm. in that sense? Yeah. What is American culture? That's a loaded question mm-hmm. <laughs> because I think at the heart of what blend. the the ideal I think and the yeah the <laughs> ideal of what America is and stands for I think is a melting pot, a land of opportunities where. There's not one specific culture here. I mean, we're all different, mm-hmm. whether that's Mexican, Cuban, Puerto Rican, Irish, German, French, yeah. Italian, mm-hmm. whatever, you name it. We're here. African, you know, whatever, we're here, you know. Um, and, and then, I mean, the list goes on. I wish I could yeah. name them all off the top of my head. But, you know, we're all different. And so you're right. Not one of us looks the same. But I think, oh, my gosh, I, I'm I like. Think, yeah, I, I think that's what. <laughs> in its very essence, makes us American. This was a nation built upon immigrants yes. that came here. Um, and, and so we do. We all look different. We all come from different backgrounds. But yet we all can say we're American. Mm-hmm. This is part of our history. Mm-hmm. The fact that I had founding fathers that looked nothing like me mm-hmm. to and establish this nation that is just so much, you know, it's, mine as much as it is yours mm-hmm. I, I think yeah as i as i look at history as i uh, read about it that's what i see mm-hmm. you know that we are that's what makes us yeah. americans like Salif was saying we're different i think the trick then would be to remember <laughs> that mm-hmm. that we were a nation of immigrants you know, across the board. Yeah. And there is not one culture or race that is more important than the next. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're, but, you know? But you see how I can... Uh, yes. How I can get to... Because, again, yes. with all the events that are happening, no, yes, everything that's going sure. on, it's like now you're kind of seeing, okay, there is a faction of people, a small group of people, mm-hmm. but small as it may be, there's a group of people mm-hmm. That think completely differently. It's true. It is true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because and it's that's what's sad. Like, that's what's disheartening. And that's what's gotten me to start thinking yeah. all these things. It's like, okay, well, you know, that's scary if that mindset spreads. And that is scary. Yeah. And I think I love to watch. Okay, plug. <laughs> I love to watch. What would you do? Because every once in a while, I mean, there's some that I'm like, eh, you know, like, okay, I can know without that one. But there, are, there are certain like scenarios. Well, they'll have like, um, they're like cultural ones mm-hmm. where they'll have like, say, I think the other day, a week ago or something. It could be longer. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I, they back up and then I have to rewatch them. But there was one about there was a. Um, he wasn't Muslim. He was actually Indian, and he was a Sikh. Mm-hmm. And but he had, you know, the, the headdress, uh huh. Mm-hmm. And so these are all like make believe kind of scenarios, hypotheticals. Mm-hmm. But they had actors, and he was one of the actors. And he was at a store, like a, a little boutique, right, mm-hmm. uh, for men, gentlemen. And so the attendant there, who was also an actor, um, working the floor, was like, "I can't 
give you a, a suit because I, I wouldn't sell it to anyone like you. You're a terrorist, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And then you see people who are there mm-hmm. shopping, real customers, like, what are you doing to this poor man? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and so when I see that and I see like, even if it's one person stand up, yeah. I think, wow, you know, yeah. there, there is there is goodness. I, I can understand your fear, Evie, um, because that's the worry is even... I mean, I, I mean, as I was watching some of the people like in Charlottesville, for instance, oh, that's you know, true, yeah. that were um, that were part of these this white like supremacist yes. type group. One of them, he was like, I think it was from Vice News, <coughs> and he was like, "I'm a, you know, I'm a pastor," and he he had his face um, blurred out because he didn't want anyone to see him. Mm-hmm. But it worried me because I'm like, you're a pastor. He was part of... And he was part of, yeah, the... the like, white was, supremacist clique. Uh-huh, that was going to oh, wow. pro, pro, you know, protest and mm-hmm. do their whole thing. And I was just oh like... Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. That's I mean, obviously, scary. you yeah. feel some shame because you're hiding behind the blur. Mm-hmm. And you realize something is... People are not going to like this. Yeah. But yet you still think this is okay. And then it sucks for all those... I mean, I have, I have, you know... Friends that are um, white that just are so amazing. And it must suck. Yeah. It must suck because you just feel like, man, we don't all think that yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Most of us don't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I wish we could say all of us, but most of us don't, I especially. Um, it's, uh, yeah. But I, I can see that. I can see the fear of, my goodness, I hope this does not spread. Mm-hmm. You know, this whole ideology of really this country belongs to those of us that look this certain way. Right. And again, I love my country. Mm-hmm. I, get, I, I think... God. <laughs> I'm As I'm rolling my eyes over here, like, oh would, my god, Would gosh. you prefer the national anthem? <laughs> oh my Only if you get it right. Only oh, if you get it right. <laughs> no, I'm going to do the, the Michael Bolton. Oh my god. He totally like fumbled. <laughs> this is years ago. <laughs> no, yeah, I love my country. I love the fact that, you know, we are blessed to be um to be to be born here no, no. and i'm blessed to be in america <laughs> <laughs> now you got me out of hope i was like i'm done with both i'm, done. Done. I'm sorry I'm blame, out. blame it on mabel blame and it on this mabel. has been a little much. <laughs> <laughs> but you know i think i think now i'm i've just i think about these things because like yeah it's, it's hard not to when you see yeah. what's going on and again i understand that sometimes you know the media will push out what fits best fits their agenda yeah, and the or, narrative yeah. you know want. and the narrative they want to they portray but it's mm-hmm. still the fact that there's a small group it's still it's it's a it's scary, scary thing yeah, i think it's scary too sure. just because we hope that we can overcome all these things you wonder you're like i don't want my kids or these little ones that i love to f- go through something like that to mm-hmm, like to yeah. feel as though they're different to be looked down upon because you would like to think, man, how long has it been? Like, for instance, like the civil rights movement, mm-hmm. and and we're still we're seeing images that look so reminiscent. Yeah. You're like, yeah, you're like, it is. Is it really 2017 or yeah. are we back? Yeah, you know, is it would it, take quite a few steps back. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and I think that's that's scary. Yeah, and again, I don't mean to say this to be polarizing, um, and I feel like, but I just feel like, I mean. We're talking about the Hispanic Heritage Month. And so we're talking about a lot of, you know, mm-hmm. um, we're talking about this. Yeah. And I think, I don't know, is it a conversation to be had? Again, 
I don't want to be polarizing. Yeah. But I think, I mean, it's, it's a view that's <laughs> very relatable mm-hmm. that people can, you know, can relate to. It, it's true. Yeah. It is, it can be a scary thing. I, I and the I hope is that. Yeah. I know. don't think we should be scared to discuss these things that um, might seem like such hard topics, yeah. you know, because even, even with thing like um, things like, for instance, uh, our, sorry <laughs> i was just like rolling stuff around <laughs> on the table um even things just like our different nationalities our mm-hmm. different customs mm-hmm. and cultures i think it's i think it's a great thing like you said this yes. mm-hmm. it's a beautiful beautiful thing and man, i know that that sounds so cliche but the reason why it is is because god made us all so different mm-hmm. and i love learning about the culture of friends of mine that aren't Hispanic. Yeah, me too. They all have something beautiful to teach us, something that I've never known before or, or why they, they think this way or whatever it may be, you know, things that they hold dear. Um, and I feel like that makes us better. I mean, we were just talking early on in this, um, in the podcast of the fact of what makes us all human, yeah. you know, at the core. And it's this togetherness. And it's like, just because we have a different color of skin because I do things differently than you do. We are both humans and we mm-hmm. can both learn from our different customs, yeah. you know, from each other. And why are we so scared of this diversity, mm-hmm. you know, that, that we have, like God has made us all beautifully different. Mm-hmm. And, and I think, I think it's, I think it's great to just take those opportunities to be able to learn from each other instead of, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know where I was going with that, but. <laughs> no, but it's true. It's true. I and, feel and like I, I was trying to address what you had said. <laughs> yeah. <Maybe>. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, I was going to a really good. than I was before. But it felt like a Michael Scott like <laughs> sentence where I was hoping I was going to find it. But at the end of the day, all I really want to say is that it. it's like, it just feels like having these two sides to you, mm-hmm. it just, it feels like you're always yeah. trying to reconcile the two. Mm-hmm. Is that the correct way to say it? I yeah. don't know. I, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I think for me, um, with reconciling both cultures and all of that and how to honor both, you know, is teaching uh, my little one and my future little ones, you know, if, if God permits, um, just the intrinsic values that we hold as Americans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, that's um, very true. And why we're so um, fortunate to be here and why it's a wonderful and beautiful thing to extend that towards others, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, that's a key right there. The fact that we are yeah. all created equal mm-hmm. um, in the eyes of God. Like those words that our founding fathers placed on these beautiful documents mm-hmm. that are forever mm-hmm. there. Um, I, I think that's why like when we go, I, I mean, I had the opportunity uh, like two or so years ago to go to Washington, D.C. Yeah. Before the July and looking at the Declaration of Independence, looking at the Constitution just makes me so proud yes because i think yes these are our values right here mm-hmm. written At out the core. Mm-hmm. you know of who we are as americans and why i this you know little brown girl get to be called an american yeah. the fact yes. that my parents weren't born here mm-hmm. and i was and i was born here and i get to be called american the fact that my mom took an exam is not you know a citizen and she gets mm-hmm. to be called an american you know, it is an awesome thing. And yeah. so teaching my daughter those values. And then when it comes to my Mexican side, like exactly what you guys were both saying, you know, teaching 
my daughter, my little ones, all the beautiful things about my Mexican heritage. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's taking months like this. Sometimes I know some people might think, well, why do you need a Hispanic Heritage Month? Uh, and really, it's only because we, you know, we, we don't always get to hear about our, and this is not like a bashing thing, you know, it's just, it's, you know, tr- true. Mm-hmm. I sat in history classes in mm-hmm. elementary school, middle school, um, you know, high school, um, and even in college, I, you would have to take like a specialty course yeah. to learn anything about um, a Hispanic uh, history. Or any other Yeah, history, or any yeah. other type. Uh, and, and so this type, you know, for during this month, we take out the time to, uh, you know, honor those that have done awesome things uh, and to teach our kids about our history. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so share with us, I mean, yeah, tell us what are some of the, you know, some of the conversations you've been having or some of the ways that you honor um, your culture, your uh, heritage, whether uh, it's American, whether it's, uh, uh, you know, um, African-American, Mexican-American, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. Uh, we want to hear because we want to learn too. We, we love learning um, about other cultures, other customs, other traditions yes, that yes. all of you hold so dear. Uh, so uh, thank you so much for listening today. I know, man, this was yeah. a, a hard one to get through, especially uh, the beginning with mm-hmm. everything. And as always, we are praying for Las Vegas. We're praying for Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. for the Caribbean countries, for Mexico, um, for Texas, uh, Florida, Florida. Uh, just uh, and any other areas that... Uh, around the world that are going through hardship right now um our hearts are there with you yes uh, we feel just so fortunate to be able to sit here with you at the table having this discussion so be a part of the discussion let us know if there's anything on your mind as you were listening to this episode previous ones uh that you feel uh you know just came to mind or whatever it may be you can find us on Facebook at A Little Mass Podcast, Instagram, Twitter. Our handle is A Little Mass underscore, or our website at uh, A Little Mass Podcast.com. So for now, this is Mabel, Evelyn, and Celeste. And you have been listening to A Little, Little Mass. Mass. Adios.